Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Good evening, Facebook family, and welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. And guess what? It's my birthday. It's Big Papa's birthday, baby. Happy birthday, Big Papa. Happy birthday, Big Papa. Happy birthday, Big Papa. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hope everyone's doing fantastic today. I'm doing really well. Day two of my fast, just pushing right on through it. My daughter today came over, gave me a big birthday hug. She was like, what are you doing for your birthday? You're not going like, to have a cheeseburger or anything? I said, no, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm banging up against my willpower and, and getting myself prepared for the, this next amazing, fantastic year. 46 years old, baby, doing it better than ever. And I'm um, just going to push like, 20 more easy like just 20 more doing just this right here this grind i'm gonna do 20 more so you guys gonna have big pop around for another 60 well that'd be put me at 66 hey that'd be pretty good although i'm gonna have to spend some of that time in mexico a great deal of that time in mexico actually and you'll be welcome to come and enjoy and join me there um so lots of great things coming on going on and one of them is in addition to my birthday I released Post Parenting Camp 2019 today, so you'll see that in the description of tonight's episode. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Zelma. Post Parenting Camp 2019, August 16th and 17th. It's here. It's coming. You got to be a part of it. it you you got to do everything you can to be a part of it. And because it's my birthday, I'm doing a special discount off of the tuition for one week. So for one week, you get an additional discount off the tuition. So that's good from today until Monday. So just go to postparentingcamp.com. It's going to be Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, August 16th and 17th. I want you to make it happen. I've had a couple of parents that said, oh, we'd really love to come, but it's our kid's first day of school. Let me tell you something. Nothing is more important than this two days. If you've been struggling in your home with your children, if you want to have more breakthroughs, if you want to have a better relationship, if you want to help your child understand themselves better, simply nothing is going to be more important. Certainly not a couple days of school. It's a it's going to be a Friday and a Saturday, so that means you'd have to fly out on Thursday. So they're going to miss a Thursday and a Friday. Friday, kids don't do anything anyway. You'll fly back early Sunday. They'll get a good night's rest. Send them back to school on Monday nothing no problem so don't let school starting some some schools don't start till after labor day so some schools start a little bit early but don't let that be a deterrent if you're struggling but if you're doing well then by all means you know send your kids to school whatever but if you're struggling don't let school being a deterrent because there's going to be a lot of days that they potentially will avoid missing this coming year just by coming to the camp so you coming to the camp and bringing your child to the camp is going to actually save you days versus being preventative investing the time the energy to do the work that's going to make a big difference in their entire school year so i just wanted to plant that seed because i've got that message a couple of times and i've been like oh you know that's all right no no problem but then i'm like no it, it is a problem don't let that be the deterrent. If you're struggling, if you need help, 
if if you if you on that last ditch effort, you don't know what else to do. Make the time. Don't let school be a deterrent because this will be the most powerful two day parenting event you will have ever experienced bar none. And if it is not, if for some reason, any reason whatsoever, this isn't the most powerful, life-forming, transformative experience of your life with your child, then I'll give you a full refund at the end of the two days. You can come to the full two days and I'll buy the food. And if it's not everything that I say it's going to be, then I'll give you a full refund at the end of that two days. And I used to do that all the time. It's funny, I was looking at some of my old old copy stuff that had been written for past camps and that I, that guarantee was always out there and I actually had someone complain about that once to my uh, licensing board and the licensing board was like we think that's pretty cool that you're willing to do that so yeah I'm willing to do that I'm still willing to do that so I'll probably go back and add that to the website but that's just that's me saying I believe in what I do 100%. And if you're willing to put forth the time and the effort to make the investment in your family, then I'm going to make sure you get the most out of it. We will leave no stone unturned. So the two-day post-parenting camp 2019, August 16th and 17th, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. It's going to be a fantastic event. Um, it's going to be limited. So for the next week, between now and next Monday, you can get an additional discount. But after that, price goes up. And then price will go up again a couple weeks later. And the closer we get to the event, the price will continue going up because the numbers will get smaller and smaller and smaller that are available. So I want the super committed uh, because that's just a part of what makes it such an awesome event. So I have a question that I'm going to go over tonight. Um, from a mom named Jill. I think I sent Jill a reply, said I was going to do that. But there's first there's something I want to say. Thank you, Katie. I am a, an adopted child. And the woman that gave birth to me, Wilma Jones, my biological mother. And I, I, have, I was talking to my friend Jeanette Yoff couple weeks ago because Jeanette's adopted as well and so we were talking about adoption and some of the challenges that adoptive um, children face and we were sharing our stories because we hadn't shared our stories before and so Jeanette shared hers and I, I shared mine and I told Jeanette and I've I've told this to Wilma before that had it not been for her for her fortitude for her courage for her strength, for her love, her love for me, then I wouldn't be here right now. And I wouldn't be able to reach all of you. And it's sometimes it can be challenging having two moms. And thank goodness I've, I was an adult. Um, I can only imagine for smaller adopted children. But as an adult, I didn't wasn't in reunification with Wilma and then my, also my biological father, Mike, until I was 37. So I had a strong enough relationship with my mom, the mom who raised me, who, who I consider my mom, um, who's always on here, Opal, Faye, Etta, Post. Um, people call her all different kinds of names. I call her Mimi usually. That's what her grandkids call her. So thankfully, I had a secure enough relationship with her that she's always been supportive and encouraging of me when it was time for me to, to take that next step and start looking for my adoptive family, for my biological family. And so I never really had that conflict, but I do still feel a tug sometimes because um, no, one, no one can ever take away 
my relationship from with my mother. I mean, that, that'll never be replaced. I mean, that's just like my mom is my mom is my mom. But I have a great, I have the highest, the highest amount of respect and honor and love for Wilma, my biological mother, because she made this day possible. 46 years ago, 46, actually 46 years and nine months ago, if you guys will just go on this journey with me for just a moment, 46 years and nine months ago, this woman got pregnant with me. I was conceived. She and my father met. They fell in love. There was other circumstances going on with, with Wilma and her, her husband at the time. He was out of the country. She, she had some, some personal things going on between them. She met my father. They conceived me. My father, you know, went on to do whatever he was going to do. Wilma was told by her family that she needed to have an abortion. I've, I've got three, had three beautiful half-siblings. My, my half-sister, she just passed away a couple years ago from breast cancer. And um, so Wilma had three, and what's, what's so unique about it is that I'm 46, my brother Omar's 47, my sister Shantae would have been 48, and my oldest brother Chico, the old man, is 49. So we're all back to back to back. Um, Wilma was told that she needed to have an abortion. When I found her 37 years later, first I called her on the phone and left a message because she didn't answer. I said, it's Brian Post. I'm a social worker from Tulsa. I was living in Broken Arrow at the time, Oklahoma. And I said, I have some questions. Actually, I was living in Claremore, Oklahoma at the time. Wow, wow, that was, that was 10 years ago. Wow. Um, I said, I'm a social worker. I have some questions. And um, please give me a call back. Well, she gave me a call back and uh, I said, well, thanks for calling, calling me back. And I just got right to the point. I said, I, um, I think that um, 37 years ago, I was 37 years, uh, 37 years old then. Um, on June 4th, 1973, I said, I think you had a little boy and I think that was me. And she, she's a very feisty woman, very feisty woman, a lot of personality. She said, who is this? She said, how'd you get my number? She's like, okay, well, I need to call you back. She said, let me call you back tomorrow. And I said, I, I just want you to know I don't want anything. Like I'm, I've had a good childhood. I've got, had a good life. I'm doing well, not on drugs, don't want anything. I just want to know a little bit about my roots. So that's all. I just, I just want you to know that. She said, okay, well, let me call you back tomorrow. I said, that's fine. So we hung up. And she called me back 30 minutes later, and she said, baby, you're right. I'm your mom. I have prayed for you every day since I placed you for adoption. And she said, I'm so sorry. And I said, there's nothing, there's nothing to apologize for. I've had a good life. I'm, I'm happy. I'm just, I just want to know who you are, and I want to know, you know what my roots are. And so then we scheduled a time. Um, for me to eventually go and, and visit her. And my mom came with me that's on that day. And the reason she had to call me back is because she had to tell her husband, Papa, Papa Arthur, Ricky, they call him Ricky, um, beautiful man, 
kind, gentle, loving. She had to tell him because he didn't know. He thought I had been aborted. And the only two people that knew I was alive that whole 37 years was my mother, my bio mother Wilma, and her oldest sister, um, my Aunt Gloria, who's since passed away. For that woman to carry, to carry me and to love me, and so eventually, you know, you guys know I'm into the emotional stuff. So I, I made another time on a separate rule. So the first time I met her, uh, as soon as I got pulled up, her husband came out of the house, still married to the same man, the father of my, my three siblings, and he gave me a hug and he said, I'm sorry. And he said, I just couldn't, I couldn't bear another man's burden. And I said, it's okay. I, I'm good. I mean, thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm good. And so we've never had any of that um, resent, resentment, bitterness. And I have my own mom and dad to thank for that because they, they, they provided so much for me. And I've told you guys before, they were always consistent and predictable and secure. And so that, that is so important. I know that's so important for adopted children, so important for foster children, that they have predictability and consistency. And, and my parents were the most predictable and consistent two people I think you, you would probably ever meet. Um, but they, they brought me up that way, and, and it, just, it just helped me at a, at a very deep level feel, feel certainty and feel love and feel security. And so I told her husband um, that it was okay and it was all good. And so then again, on another time, I had set up to go down and visit with Wilma when it was just she and I. And I asked her, I said, tell me, I want to know about my birth. Because in my lectures, what's one of the things I always say to you guys? What was your birth like? Right? And I tell you so many times, I, I, don't, I don't ask you to do something I haven't done myself over and over and over again. Like, I don't ask you to do emotional work I haven't done myself over and over and over again. And so I asked her, I said, I want you to tell me about my, my, my pregnant, the, your time being pregnant with me. And she, she's like, well, I, was, I, I loved being pregnant. You know, she said it was probably one of the best times of my life. And she told me she ate salmon and she ate hot links, two things I really enjoy. And I don't even want to talk about salmon and hot links because after two days of fast, I'll tell you what, I could probably eat some salmon and hot links right now. And funny because I was just thinking yesterday that something that would be really good when I break my fast would be a salad with salmon on it. Isn't that interesting? It's just imprinted. And she said, I was, I was really happy pregnant with you and I took really good care of you and I didn't smoke and I didn't drink. And I said, when did you know you were, were no longer going to have to, were no longer going to be able to, to care for me? And she said, when you were seven months old, I knew I was going to have to to disconnect and not not be connected anymore. And so that's what I just tried to do. I tried to just forget that you were there. And I always knew, especially as a professional, I always knew and had the feeling and sense that I had a good in utero experience. I always knew that, and I always knew that there was probably a point in time where I got, when the fear really set in, and I think it was right around that birth canal stage, where the fear of, of having to exit that womb, that place that had been safe and nurturing and warm and loving, um, and go into a world where I didn't know what was going to happen next, I feel like I just had a, a, a sense, a deep sense of deep fear and a deep uncertainty um, just hardwired into me from her energy, I'm sure. Um, that just created that as probably the most stressful, most fearful time of my life. And if you do the work that I've done as I've been doing for the last 20 years, then you know when I when I make statements like that, 
we do some really deep emotional work and I've been I've been into some birth memories before so I I, I get that that feeling it's a very strong it's a very strong sense for me and then after meeting Wilma I was able to really uh, make sense of that that early loss and that early trauma so on this day my birthday I just want to say again publicly and I say this to Wilma I text her often when it just comes up on my my heart I just I text her and I just say you know what thank you so much thank you so much for for loving me enough to give me this life. You have no idea, and I know that she suffered a lot of depression after having me. And so I tell her, I said, you know, you have no idea what your strength and courage has meant to the world. I told her, you know, you've reached a lot of families. You've, you've helped a lot of children. And so I thank you. I thank you every single day. So... On this, on this day, my birthday, I just want to say to Wilma, um, thank you so much. I, I love you, and I, I just, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that you had enough strength to bring me into the world, and and you had enough strength to, to let me go, and it was the best thing for me, and it's what God intended for me, and I ended up with two beautiful, amazing parents, and so... I just wanted, that's just on my heart to say that and to acknowledge that um, publicly for you, Mama Wilma. Sometimes you guys see her pop on here and that's who I refer to as Mama Wilma. So just wanted to say that because I'm, I'm so grateful um, for the opportunity just to live my life and, and be who I am and um, have all the great experiences that I have had. So let me see how much time do I have here. Um, actually, that pushes me <laughs> right up outside of my time. So, Jill, I think I will answer your question tomorrow. Um, so thank you guys for for being a part of my family, the Post-Institute family, um, finding the work that I do worthwhile, um, hearing the, the truth in it. Because it's not of me, it's of God. I'm just a vessel that speaks speaks this message. And everything that I've ever experienced from conception up to this moment brings me into the, 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 the moment, the present, to be able to express what it is that I express. And I, I believe that 100%. I know God created me for this work and for this message. And I'm thankful to be able to be the, the, the person to receive it. And it's not always as as good as it should be. It's not always clear as it should be because I, I'm just doing the best I can to try to communicate what I feel needs to be communicated. So I thank all of you on my birthday. I thank all of you for doing the work that you do, being the parents that you are, being the professionals that you are finding this work worthwhile enough to tune in. I'm always amazed when I look at a past post-daily dose and it's got 2,000 views. I mean, that's just the coolest thing. So thank you so much. Thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for being faithful. And thank you for staying true to, uh, to your own path and your own journey. And remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from past imprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop. We can take three to ten deep breaths and we can choose love. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. 
eat a big old piece of cake for me for my birthday or, or uh, eat a hot link or some salmon or some ribs. Oh my gosh, I'm craving some ribs. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow.